probably gonna offend a lot of people on this right now but um i fucking hate plants <laughs> i hate plants you have a vendetta against plants what they have a vendetta against me i all i've done is fucking sneeze and hack my brains out for the last fucking three weeks <laughs> from all the pollen in the goddamn air no no i, I i'm sorry yeah i hate it as well it's I brutal love, i love see our house I, is I one big plant. hate that you have allergies yes yeah or that people can have allergies True. And My mom went through like two years of allergy shots where she would literally sit through doctor's appointments and just getting pricked with allergies to build an immune system to it. Oh, God. You ever horrible. heard of doing that? No. You might want to look into it because it did help her. She doesn't have any allergies Yeah, my anymore. uncle did it too. It's just a pain in the ass. It's seriously yeah, it like- sounds horrible though. You go, you go yeah. every week for 10 minutes and they poke you with, with what you're allergic to. And then over the course of time, whatever you say, they you get better and they give you a pill or something and you get better. Huh. So it's like the first three months, you get poked, and then like consistently, and then after that, it's like every two weeks you go in, and then after that, for like six months, it's every month, once hey, a month. Wouldn't you just feel like absolutely fucking miserable? My mom said it's such micro dose amounts that you just sit there and you might feel a little shitty, and then you feel better. They watch you, and then you you go on. So it's kind of worth, and to her, it's worth that it. she doesn't have any allergies anymore. Huh. What, what's wild to me, and I uh, just blows my fucking mind, is how much mucus the body can produce. <laughs> Your body, you're the mucus manufacturer. Yeah, room. How, <laughs> how? Where does it come from? How? The, how the is immaterial. it not gone? It's from the warp gate. <laughs> it passes through the warp. Oh my god. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. imagine you sitting there, just why? What am I, mucus? <laughs> I'm just one mucus monster. I'm just an amoeba of mucus. <laughs> well, it's made up of cells in your mouth, throat, nose, and sinuses. So you just have a bunch of cells. Yeah, maybe you have an overactive like thyroid. It's like you need more mucus. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. It helps protect and moisturize, and traps potential. Like viruses and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, basically. Huh. Well, welcome back, Purgatories. It's stuck in this purgatory. I'm your mucus king, Chase. And joining me in purgatory are my two co-hosts, Hunter. Hi. Weak. And Weak. Adrian. Hello. Even weaker. I always forget to do the to think of something snazzy-dazzy to say. <laughs> I do our outros fine, but yeah. the intros, it's too fast. I'm just not ready for just, it. Just comes at you hot and heavy. It does. Always have your mouth open, ready to go. Yep. How about that last That's going to be... No, that's what? horrible advice. No, Don't, no. Moving you, on. you just moving agreed. On. Hold no, on. No, no, I was saying, how about that? I was changing the subject. How was that last episode, guys? That was that was fun, huh? That was fantastic. I enjoyed talking to witches and witchy people. I enjoy talking to folks that are well educated and versed on the subject, mm-hmm. um, and like getting their opinions, getting their facts, and 
educating myself in some respects. Like that's the part that gets my goat. I want to get like a reiki person in here. Any listeners out there know how to like do reiki work? Come, come, come on our show. Come to Colorado. Come on our show. Come down to the studio, and and do some energy work with on, on us, and let us talk about energy work because that's what we're talking about today. Some fucking energy. Yes. Some cleansing. Yes. Some cleansing energy. Um. So. Since Hunter already uh, blew the fucking can on what we're talking about today. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he popped the Shit. top. Hey, sometimes <laughs> he's excited. cherries yeah. real quick. That's what Hunter's nickname was in high school, if you oh. didn't know. Cherry popper? <laughs> uh, I was a no. virgin. No, you want to know what's horrible is there is a legit a band out there, and their name is the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. That's a great name. That's What if it's a bunch of all females? It's a bunch no, of... it's a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> Like a, like a jam band? Yeah, no, it's a, like a country folk band. Oh, God. <laughs> Wheelwalker Juniors. All right, so what I want you guys to do, is what, you're going to close your eyes, all right? Okay, I'm closing my eyes. And <clears throat> we're going to envision ourselves as this glowing mass of energy, like just every pore out of your skin is radiating light. Spaghetti monster. Got it. Not spaghetti monster. Well, hey, okay. you know, if you, hey, if that's your cleansing spirit monster, go for it. That's fine. A penne monster. Got it. Yes. Yes. Um, and so with your stringy noodle arms that extend to infinity, you're going to imagine that you're protected by this shell. And then that you're going to take a deep breath in and excel the demons. Demons. Do you feel better? I just love deep I, breaths. I just had some white light cleansing right there. Oh, yeah. shit. I mean, it just comes down to breath work, baby. Oh, hey, like Jay said, don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> and don't forget rule number one. Uh, and if you do, at least don't forget number two. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget number one. And number if two. you forget the first two, go to number three. Always go to number three. Oh. I, I remember what number three Be- was. <laughs> I don't either. Before we start our episode, we did hear from one of our favorite listeners. Oh. And, uh, is it the boy? It, it is the boy. It's the boy? Let's yeah. So first- uh, Oh, we still need to send him pictures of our house. <laughs> for- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I sent it to you. I sent it to you, didn't I? You did, you did. Oh, fuck. First he goes, why is it all garage to Hunter's house? <laughs> <laughs> you did send it to him. <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> and then- uh, You wouldn't understand. It's an American thing. <laughs> Hail damage is a real thing out here. Okay, Oscar, get over it. Yeah, over it. We have to protect our investments. You're driving around your fucking little moped. We don't got mopeds in America, all right? And then uh, he brought up the zip codes, and uh, oh, <laughs> their fucking license plate numbers is, is the way I, I read this. But he goes, I assume a zip code is like a postcode made up of five to seven odd letters. Birmingham. I probably butchered, butchered that, so. <laughs> Butcher it You're more. Welcome. Starts with a B. Norwich. It's Norwich. 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 <clears throat> Norwich starts with an NR. Think they use the first part as the city letter, then a code for what box you're in. Usually circles around from the city center and then moves its way, way out. So he said a common one in uh, Royal Norfolk is NR40. Hmm. Then you have a mix of letters and numbers at the end. Not sure what they really denote. And then the he said basically what it is is it looked like B13. 
space nine H J. That is just confusing as dick. That is very confusing. Just put some goddamn numbers in there, Oscar. I'm sorry, Oscar. It literally is just five numbers out here. (laughs) Why do you need fucking... (laughs) Good God. You know, Oscar, here, let me teach you a little American thing here. This will actually surprise you. If you know the band 303, that pertains to our our area codes, our phone number, and as well as a zip code. So where 303, the band was from, was Boulder, Colorado. Their code was 80303. So all across America, you can count on those, what, five numbers Mm -hmm. for your zip code. Don't need to fucking throw numbers in it. Or letters. Or letters. Well, I mean, you, sorry. You do need, you need to throw the numbers. numbers. <laughs> but not a combination of both, all right? No, we don't have anything. America. <laughs> if you get mail, you're lucky, okay? Who uses mail nowadays? Uh, a lot of people. Me. Chase yeah. <laughs> is sending shit out. Oh, yeah. Just Sitting. burn the trees is what you're telling me. Yeah, 100%. I, I literally just started the episode with fuck plants. That is going to cause a lot of controversy. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am the opposite of Chase. I love plants. I, I no, do love you're, plants. Uh, I, plants I know. Don't you don't like weeds. I don't like, you're correct. Who I likes weeds? weeds. Your, your lawn is a bunch of colonial grass. I know. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about <laughs> your plants and your situation. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on with the episode. <laughs> we fucked off enough. Spiritual <laughs> cleansing. What is it? It's the act of doing a spiritual cleansing and the practice of ridding the energetic space of negative energies. So if you're saying is we just take space and we just get all the negative shit out, all the bad shit. Yeah, you know, my mind's already fucking blown. Like, I don't understand that. that my brain can't comprehend that. And here's the thing, though, and this I'm just going to be a total asshole. What, what defines as negative? I was just about to say that. Yeah. What's what's actually negative? And if you're able to cleanse negative energy, how is it then created again? What if you accidentally well, cleanse good energy? If we go based off physics, it ah. neither can be created or destroyed. Yeah, you can Ooh. just transfers from one form so to another. It's just so so oh, <laughs> this is what oh, you're telling me. You cleanse oh. your house and you're like, fuck my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> but wait, what if it changes it from bad to good? Oh, there's a conversion. Oh, a conversion. Conversion. Uh, they're com- oh, converging. converging. You can't see this ass play we're doing right now. What did I just fucking witness? <laughs> you witnessed conversion. Converging. Guys, you need to be concerned for my, my health and safety on this podcast. Well, negativity is something that has the ability to stick to you and your spaces, such as your home and your body. Your body is surrounded by an energetic field or your aura, that protects you and your energetic body. I actually believe in auras. Yeah. Have you ever like met someone for the first time and been like, holy shit, you're radiant? Like not just beauty, but like pff, energy. Or you get around somebody the first time, you're like, that person is a soul sucker. Uh, I do. Th- I do. Think energy that. vampire. Because they're. De- <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you got him to laugh. I did too. I was kind of hoping okay, he was I'm laughing. Uh, no, I, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, there's definitely those people out there where you, you never even met him before. Like, I can't tell you countless times I've gotten golfing by myself when oh, I was younger. Yeah. And there would be like some older dude there. And you're just like, you seem like a really cool fucking yeah, guy. Yeah. You like want to know them. Their aura, the energy. I think we have all can can relate to that, that yes. energy. Yes. But when we come into consistent contact with low energies of negative emotion, our aura can become clogged. As a result, it loses its ability to shield us from future negativity. Everything is interconnected. Your mind body, and spirit are all part of one mechanism working together. If one part of you starts to malfunction, you will feel a resonance in the rest of your being. 
That's why a spiritual cleansing practice is so important, especially in relation to building creative intelligence. When was the last time you spiritually cleansed, Chase? Uh, about an hour ago, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Demon ridden. Demon gone. Unholy smite. Get out of my body. I need you not. You are waste. That, that's right. My new thing. I'm not. I'm not gonna just give Emily a nux and be like, "Thank you for cleansing me." <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for the pump. That's gross. Thanks. Uh, that's gross. Well, that's gross. Well, <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> okay, Adrian, when's the last time you spiritually cleansed? Sunday morning. This morning. <laughs> or no, Monday. Monday, yeah. Oh, you did? You walked yeah. around with some sage? Monday night. Oh, Okay, we're not talking. Oh. No, no, I'm not talking <laughs> about so just, wait, I'm talking <laughs> about taking a crystal, you know. And like, literally. Oh. Okay, we can cut that then. I'm not asking you when you masturbated. I'm asking oh, it you wasn't when you <laughs> You haven't shit in five days? No. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Seriously? Dude, that's got to be like a little baby growing inside of you now. I'm just kidding. You're, like you fucking, you're going to be like are fucking you Randy. Sided? You're like Randy on that. Spiritually cleansed? Uh, okay. To be fair, I think you actually were because you did get a massage Monday. Yes. You got a massage? Where'd you go? I went to Immerse. It's over there off of oh. Wad- Wadsworth. And you? I got me a new massage lady and I'm, I'm very pleased fixing this broken neck of mine. Oh, I didn't even like the massage. It was the uh, facial portion. Oh. I bet it was. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was the facial portion. Bukake! What? What does that mean? What does that word mean? Don't look it up. <laughs> Dom, goes, Dom goes to the other day. What's Bukake? I'm like, did you watch the sex show? Old shop? Japanese tradition. Did, oh, no. You had to build a sex room? No. You got it. Was that filmed it. in Denver? Yes, it was. So stupid. My you mom's boss was on there. We're such swingers. Everyone's fucking swinging. Right? So... <laughs> Oh my god. This is going to be a very sexual episode. This is be very sexual. We're talking about cleansing. So this is why a spiritual cleansing practice is so in- important, especially in relation to building creative intelligence. I already said that. So just like you clean your house and your physical body after walking around in the dirt and dust of the outdoors, you need to cleanse your aura too. The cause for your struggles, pains, and hardships is not always purely physical or emotional. Your spiritual well-being needs maintenance, just as your mental and physical health. Some things that I definitely do not do. Thanks for telling us that, big guy. That was very uh, informational. But I do like this one. Adrian, spot on. So you can think of spiritual cleansing as kind of systematic shower for your aura. Hmm. I do like showers. Yeah, and would get into some of uh, different kind of religious standpoints and just like different cultural theories on cleansing the body and how they believe that their aura could be cleaned or cleansed. I, I cannot wait for when we actually dive into these individual religions. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like full on episode about what they believe and how they yeah. do shit. And how and, they like and perform we're gonna, an exorcism. We're going to be like, hey, we, we already talked about this. We knew yeah. this. We're, we're smart. We're like experts. There's some weird, wacky religions I want to learn about. Yes. I have to say, though, I, I spiritually cleanse quite a bit. I do this weird breath technique where... You, you imagine yourself breathing in good and then exhaling like black smoke and bad shit, you know? So this is a, this seems like a common form. I just don't necessarily think of it as a cleanse. I guess I just think of it more as meditation. Are you a dragon? I am. I am Balgul. Slut dragon. You're a slut! 
So let's talk about the ways to do a spiritual cleanse. Uh, I've went through all the research. It looks like there's five main points on how to do a cleanse. So we'll get into the first one. It is entering into a spiritual state. So something like Hunter was talking about where you're in a nice area, nice and quiet, and it's just yourself. Uh, a spiritual state, every spiritual cleanse will begin by entering into a heightened state of being. This is a period of preparation for the oncoming ritual. This includes meditation and taking stock of the current moment. Through adopting a present mindset, you actively connect to your own flow of energy. I'm going to do this tonight while I'm in bed. I'm going to put myself in a spiritual state, and I'm going to send energy toward Adrian's crotch. I am... Going to just go to sleep. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm pop five melatonin and I'd wake up in the morning. Pass the fuck out. <laughs> wake up the next, yeah. the next week. Millennium. <laughs> the next step is acknowledging the negativity. Once you have entered into a heightened state of awareness, you have to identify the negativity that you wish to release. These can be audibly named, mentally acknowledged, physically written out, or etc. However, the person really feels that they are identifying the negativity and they understand what they're trying to release. What are you all trying to release? What's one of your negativity? What do you need to acknowledge on the show? Um, those weeds, those goddamn weeds. Those goddamn fucking weeds in my backyard. No. Um, you know, this. I think this question actually goes above and beyond. I wish you wouldn't have asked it because I'm going to go on a tangent now. Oh, uh, Everyone get your watches out. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Time to fall asleep for a minute. Click. <laughs> well, I'll wake you back up in a minute. <laughs> so, when you know, when you talk about spirituality, um, you know, kind of the whole being behind it is that you are trying to become a better soul or energy or whatever. And so yep. that each life you're supposed to be there to learn a lesson. Um, I think some of the things that my lessons to learn are is first off patience. Patience is good. Patience is fucking at the core value. Patience is almost everything. And the the second biggest thing is learning to let go. Go. That let would it be go. My, I've done a meditation let where you, I've that annoys chanted, the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. I've chanted in my head, "Let go," like doing a meditation chant. Wild, dude. Adrian, what is something negative in your life that you want to call out by name? Uh, hmm. That come back to me. Yeah, <laughs> I would say mine. The thing that's really grinding my gears lately is the heat, the oppressive, constant yeah, but heat. That's that's out of your control. That's forces of nature. I know, but it's my with. it's my reaction to how hot it is and how I just get so frustrated. Like just like melted butter. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just sitting around a soggy wet towel everywhere I go and I'm just sick of it. It's how I'm reacting to the heat. That's the negativity. I'm not going to change the heat. I'm not going to go shoot a fucking snowball into the sun, you know. That <laughs> That would be great. That like League of Legends, world. you're just like ah! and then you talk ah! about it. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Elon Musk. Ah! Interesting. Okay, Adrian. Right. Just something you don't have to go crazy. Mindset. Your mindset? Mindset. Mindset's good. Do you have a negative mindset and you want to flip at, that bitch? At points and, and certain decisions too. Like when, when you hear one thing that has irritated you for previous times, right. to not go in with the same kind of neg- negativity 
and kind of flip the role so when you hear it next time it's still you could think from a better standing point yeah pegging yes i know yeah you don't you want to not you know have a negative impact yes. on that yeah Moving on, number three. Yep. <laughs> the number three way to do a spiritual cleanse. I am very concerned right now. As if he was begging. I've been talking about a lot of ass play lately. It is cleansing. All I can think of is anal cleansing, like a like a like a colon cleanse. Go ahead. So the number three way to do a spiritual cleanse is meditating on the negativity. Once you identify the objects of the spiritual cleanse. It's time to consider the context of each item. Individually explore each component and ask yourself why it holds such an influence. It is through understanding your objects that you are better equipped to rid yourself of them. Number four is releasing the energy. Once each object is explored, they must then be cleansed from your psyche. This can be accomplished in multiple ways. You visualize the negativity dissolving into dust. Use a spoken mantra. Verbalize that this is negativity and it will no longer hold power over you. If you are religious, you can call on your chosen deity to help cleanse this item. Physically destroy a representation of the item through burning, shredding, dissolving, or any way that you could think of to get rid of the item. You can use one or a combination of these methods. The important thing is to establish that this negativity will no longer hold power over you. Now remember, cleansing yourself of negativity is more difficult than you might think. It may take multiple tries to fully cleanse your spirit. Don't expect perfect results on the first try. Give yourself the space to fully approach each item with an open mind. I like how this episode has quickly turned into an infomercial on how to take care of your inner being. I Honestly, I feel like he, he wrote a book I on meditation. Like... He never told anyone. And he's just like verbatim putting in what, you know. It's absolutely. in that book. I think, I feel like we're selling a DVD at like some church expo. It'd be like, cleanse yourself of your negativities. Oh, I'm stuck in this purgatory. Number five is enforcing. Follow Spirit. our five simple rules. Five simple <laughs> rules. Our five-step program to neg- <laughs> cleansing your negative aura. You know what, listeners? I'm going to make them write, <laughs> write the notes for like the next five episodes. and <laughs> It'll just be dicks and butts. <laughs> yes. That's all it'll be. Number five is enforcing spiritual purity. You hear that, boys? Purity. Enforcing is what I heard. <laughs> I'll get a purity ring for you, Adrian. While the negative is being purged, the positive is given room to shine. Your aura needs to be strengthened after being weighed down by unhealthy vibrations. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Ass play. No, that was something else. <laughs> this can be accomplished through affirmations. State that you have been pur- purified and that your spiritual body is free. Affirm that you are a vessel of good energy and conduit of wellness. This mantra helps further remove your psyche from all that would harm it. By enforcing your purity, you establish power over your own energy flow. It is within this power that you further open yourself to positive energy. See, that's the thing that I'm like, after going through all five, 
and I, you know, us jumping around and making ass jokes all the time. To <clears throat> perceive that negative thought, and then just like, be gone, demon, and then you're cleansed. That it that doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's that whole. I believe in the process, yeah, but the it doesn't manif- make sense to me. <laughs> the manifestation of of will is is of it's very powerful. This just goes back to all of my other explanations. The mind. Yeah. What? It, it's like karma, talking about karma. It's what you believe you deserve, right? You sit down and you believe that you have positive thoughts, then your luck will come your way. If you sit down and just believe, oh, this is shitty, this is shitty, this is shitty, then it's going to be fucking shitty. Fucking shitty. Yeah. And bad stuff will continue to happen. But if you just, hey, be good, be good, and yeah. you just keep believing it, even though it could be like a roller coaster and it's just like, shit, this is still shitty, you just have to keep believing, hey, it's starting to get better. I'm releasing this energy. I mean, try bringing good energy to me. This is this is a very positive podcast now. You've, you've, you've stepped into the late night, midnight show. No, that's the ghost sex talk. I that, think that's for later. Yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> I think, therefore, I am. Oh, oh, eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing those gray hairs pop mm-hmm. up every second now. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe a way to take a, a negativity on your on your weeds, Chase. Maybe you need to to be positive upon the weeds. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a symbol as like a metaphor for your life that you need to trim the backyard. You got to get those weeds out of your mind. Oh. I mean, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can also see with a flamethrower and just scorch the earth. You know, there, nothing will grow. Hell hath no fury like a flamethrower. <laughs> Speaking of flamethrowers. Oh, I want to do this one. So this is the cleansing of fire and water with crystals. Spiritual cleansing is the process of using the natural elements, air, earth, fire, and water energy to balance the spiritual energy within the crystal. This is also known as clearing a crystal and sometimes referred to as crystal purification. This process removes excess negative energy from the crystal and returns it to its natural balance. This I actually believe in because the whole concept of like a Himalayan like salt rock or whatever, how it emanates energy when it's heated up, you know, like there's ions and all these things. I think these crystals, earth, earthly objects like this do hold and harness and amplify energy. So what say you? I'd agree with that. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's why we got one in the podcast room. Yeah, we got a quartz we never crystal. Turn it on, but oh yeah, that's back there. <laughs> got the salt rock. We got amethyst. Yeah, I believe in that stuff for sure. Spiritual cleansing, also called clearing, is the practice of removing any excess negative energy from the crystal and returning it to its natural energy balance. Crystals absorb both positive and negative energy. When they are filled with too much negative energy, they can be spiritually cleansed. They they need to be spiritually cleansed. So maybe maybe uh you know just like plants you know those same weeds back I'm just keep bringing back the weed metaphor you gotta speak some love into those weeds maybe they'll wither away because they're they're the I harbingers think, of negative energy. I think that's the opposite. I'm pretty sure that I've been told or I've seen that if you feed plants with positive energy and music, they actually grow. That's better. right. That's right. But maybe weeds like they so, just like thrive off of anger. You know what? No, you know what I think I need to do. Mm. I think I just need to blast heavy death metal. Ooh, outside all day long just satanic. to see what happens yeah see what they stress just stress them out yeah stress them the fuck out wouldn't that be funny like you start a business it's like we stress out weeds for a living you just go around neighborhoods blasting death metal you do you hate weeds do you, do you hate plants 
I've got the solution for you. Not Hardcore heavy death metal. Your neighbors hate it, but you'll love it. <laughs> the plants hate it too. <laughs> Negative energy is the energy that powers destruction, sickness, worry, guilt, depression, ill will, impolite behavior, antisocial behavior, fear, anger, ridicule, hurt, feeling of loss, injury, pain, and other negative emblems of the spiritual and physical life. Is this a medication? <laughs> what are we doing on this episode? We're teaching people how to cleanse themselves, and then we're teaching people. <laughs> it's like, here, come take this Side medication. Effects. It'll clear your sp- spiritual energy, but you'll probably <laughs> likely die in the process. Side effects may include <laughs> diarrhea, death, sometimes misbalance, falling off the cliffs, and more death. Negative energy is natural part of life, but an overabundance of this energy can be harmful and unhealthy. All crystals carry a balance of both positive and negative energy. Sometimes a crystal will get out of its natural balance if it absorbs too much negativity. Crystals are part of the natural world, and like us, when they're out of balance, they become less effective and all out of sorts. Wow. I feel enlightened. Do you guys feel enlightened? I feel enlightened. Crystals can absorb negative energy during their transit use or storage. A crystal that is balanced and has the natural levels of positive and negative energy consistent with the earth from which it was formed. When a crystal has an excess of negative energy, it is no longer in balance and will be less effective in many uses. Crystals absorb energy, particularly the universal life force, and amplify and focus it for our uses. They can also absorb energy from their handlers and from the environmental surroundings. Any crystal may have been picked up an excess of negative energy and become less effective in use. This is normal. We get all out of sorts from time to time. What is needed is return the crystal to its natural balance. Can you imagine if you're just like out crystal hunting? Because that's just a hobby of yours. And... You like find this one crystal just dug in the dirt. Taylor's like, crystal. Oh, look at this. Like, hey, naturally formed crystal. This is great. Yeah. Well, no, it was like from a caveman. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure that was all negative energy. He was just a serial now killer. Fuck. Yeah. They didn't have toilet paper. They didn't have any of our modern, they had toothbrushes. Wow. That's what you're focusing they on. They didn't have bars of soap. <laughs> Not the daily struggle of life, but <laughs> yeah. between life and death of. Monsters and being shit. hunted constantly, but you're right. What if you did find that? What it? What, what does it take? You would to, never know. What does that take? Well, let's talk about it. Spiritual cleansing is a return to balance. For example, healing crystals may absorb significant negative energy when used to rebalance someone's energy. I have to say something. I did a Reiki work once, and it was really strange. You know, she's using crystals and shit around my head and whatnot. And at one point, I could f- physically feel something leaving my body. Couldn't tell you what it was. But it wasn't good. And it left. And when she's a witch doctor. So, oh, yeah. uh, crazy story. Emily's friend, I, I don't know how the story goes. It's either Emily or one of her friends is one of the energy healers. Yeah. And uh, what she does is she basically puts you on a table. And just like she's a massage therapist, but she's able to fill your energy. And I've, I've never seen it, but I, Emily and her friends have these stories where... She seriously like puts her hand on their arms and the hair raises. Yeah, yeah. Like she's like absorbing something. You can get super hot yeah. too, and all and, these. And she could feel where where certain things are not feeling right. Yeah. And she could work on that area and get it. It's actually really scary. Dom did it, and she had to. She abruptly stopped because she, in that process, started seeing like shadow people and demons, like real strange shit. So. Set, we need to get our energy done. We need to do that. I probably do. We should do it. Um, It'd be but, fun. So what happens with... I'm totally getting off topic on this. But what yeah. happens with the, the energy worker 
and she oh, sucks it's, it's the fucking. Burden. But that's their. That's what they're like trained in is how to cleanse themselves. But they basically take the burden. It's yeah, like they they magic. get exhausted. So yeah. like, there's there's a bunch of movies too where, I don't. It's not really like cleansing. Ed and Lorraine. But, yeah, <laughs> in the movies. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's seriously, what she does. When, when people are able to take on a negative form, it it takes a beating on the next person because they're taking so much negativity towards them. And I'm pretty sure if we had Olivia on here and we talk about her cleansing and everything, she would tell you the same thing. Like when you are in a cleanse that you're you're trying to do, just like a massage, your body takes a beating. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been around somebody like negative at work and they've just beat you up? Not like maybe personally, but they've just been negative and you're just like, you get home and you're like, fuck, man, I'm so down. But it's not any. You, you had a good day. Things were fine. You ate well. You drank well. But that person just stole your energy, and it, or you took their bad energy. You know the vibes, bro. Vibes yeah, are real. I guess. I guess vibes are real. Okay, let's continue. So this will result in the crystal becoming out of balance after use, since it will have transmitted positive life force energy to the patients and thus be more negative than it was before the session, as we were just talking about. Also, a crystal can be pick up the worries, negative feelings, and thoughts of people with which it has come in contact. Spiritual cleansing returns the crystal to its balanced state by using the fundamental elements of water, fire, air, and earth. This process is one of the returning to nature's balance by immersion in the natural world once again. In part two, we will focus on the use of fire to rebalance our crystal's energies. I want to rebalance this crystal we have in here. I wonder if this thing is like hard. Like this thing is the embodiment of Schwan. This this quartz crystal. I don't know. I, I'm starting to notice some extra knobs that I haven't seen before. So could be growing. It must be growing. It could be growing. Okay, let's talk about this article written by this name. I'm going to slaughter. Kalesha Nashana Kira. Actually, I think they did it pretty good. This is going to be depict how in India the cleansing of fire and water plays key key components in people's life. Context that river that runs through India. What's that really big river? Uh, Adrian, that runs through, like it's like a spirit. Yeah, it's like it's really gross, but that's like no? part of the. No, it I, is. I that's part of their life force, and like that's so important in Indian culture is that water. Is so it really the Ganges though? I'm I think just, it is. I'm fucking spitballing right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it is. So this subscript subscript reads such: Have you noticed that when you have a shower or a bath, as we say in India, which is not a dip but involves water flowing over your body, if you pay attention especially if you're showering with cold or cool water, you'll see a shower is not just about cleansing the skin or washing whatever dirt or impurities that may be on your skin. It rejuvenates you and cleanses you of many things. Even if you went in angry and agitated, when you, when you shower and come out, all the nonsense feels washed off. This is not just because of the cool water flowing over your body and calming your nerves. That is also happening, of course, but beyond that, there is a certain cleansing of the Akashic dimension of who you are. I interesting. fully 100% agree with that. Showers? Yeah, well, just, yeah, showers or baths or whatever. Water, yeah. I, because uh, that, for me, and I'm sure a lot of folks, that is true. Like, whenever I get in the shower after a bad or a long day, and you wash it all off, and you're just like... I'm back to <sighs> normal. Deep breath, everything is fine. Yep. It's like Moving shedding that, that layer of filth, mm-hmm. negativity, all that. And it's also, whenever I'm drunk or like too drunk, you know, I always want to take a shower. It always just helps me, for whatever reason, get past like that throw up part, like where I'm about to throw up, <laughs> just like get past it. Uh, for me, I just want to strip off my clothes <laughs> as quick as possible and plop on the bed the and pass the fuck out. <laughs> or not make it and just sit in the shower. <laughs> and then your boy's going to take you to bed. <laughs> 
That was a one-time deal. That's <laughs> hey, the that worst you've special. ever seen me. That was the worst I've probably seen a few people in my life. That was a good one. That was a good one. Your body is a manifestation uh, or a play of five elements, and Akash, or space, is one of the five elements. Oh, so Akash is space in Indian. Hmm. Yes. The other four are earth, water, fire, and air. When you look at the human form, the outermost aspect of your body is Akash. There is somewhere between 12 to 18 inches of Akash around almost everyone. Maybe it's your aura. Maybe it's your aura. Unless someone is, is in a certain state of sickness or very close to death, then it's, it's structured differently. Otherwise, for most normal human beings, somewhere between 12 to 18 inches of Akash naturally envelops the physical body. This is an essential ingredient of making this your human form. Even before your physical body touches something, your Akashic body has already touched it. So whatever comes with, from outside is nourishing to you or destructive to you. The first element that takes the beating is your Akash. Akash, I can't. I have a joke. I gotta say. No wonder why every time I do this podcast with you guys, I feel like shit. Because my aura is touching your fucked up auras. Fix your auras. So does that mean our buttholes are touching? Yes. That's what he's saying. <laughs> 16 to 18 inches away from you is oh, your body. I'm easily like, I, I'm. I, we're playing COVID rules over here. We can't touch. This is at least six foot. Uh, the first element that takes the beating is your Akash. How much you gather there in terms of impurities or support depends on what you're exposed to. To cleanse this of impurities, as you do a water wash for the body, you can do a fire wash too. Ooh, fascinating. This does not mean setting yourself on fire. Using fire as a way... How dope would that be? <laughs> you just see people in India just running in balls of fire. Ah! That's so fucked up. This isn't fucking Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, this is so fucked. Adrian's like, that would be amazing. Let's see these people on fire. Spontaneous combustion. Maybe oh. they're just meditating. Oh. They had so much negative energy. We, fe- we figured it out. Chase, I don't, hey, want hey, you just spont- I don't want you to spontaneously combust. Thank you. I want buddy. you to rid those weeds. Get back to normal. So yeah, using fire as a way of cleansing yourself is a very powerful system. It doesn't mean go set yourself on fire, but maybe you know, like throw a little match around you and do a little. Ah! And you'll feel better. Make sure there's water around so you don't light anything else on fire too. Thank you, Fire Marshal Bill. Thank you. You guys ever watch that? <laughs> Only show? you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show in Living no. Color? Nope. Let me show you something. Some of the older older listeners will like that one. All right, well, this next one is probably one of my favorite ones, and this one I grew up with. Um, you guys heard us talk about this a lot. It is the ancient art of smudging from banishing evil to curing ailments. Uh, my mom and I do fully believe in this one, yeah. and that's something we've done. We started off doing in the podcast. Maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we need to burn some sage. We haven't done that in a while. Can we get some new sage, too? I think uh, we need some fresh. Actually, you know what? We need some freshies. Uh, I'll get some. Let's get some freshies. Next weekend, I'll get some. Because I feel like we could use, we could all use a little bit of a purge. And I didn't know it was called smudging until we played Phasmophobia. Honestly, I thought it was just like lighting a candle. Oh, really? I didn't know it was oh. called like smudging. Yeah, it's called smudging. Remember when we started playing that game? Like, what the f- I think I even said it. I was like, what the fuck is smudging? Oh, well, yeah. You never asked. Yeah, you, and then. You know what? People just need to ask more questions. That's all. Sage. You're right. Yes. Well, according to Olivia, no, sandalwood. Sage is the bleach of smudging. That was interesting to hear that, too. I still like sage, but we can try sandalwood next time. We probably should. So the burning of plant materials to produce smoke with positive effects has been practiced since ancient times. One of the best known examples is the use of incense in the ancient Near East. 
Another popular example is smudging, which has been practiced for centuries by Native Americans and, more recently, in the New Age movement. Although smudging is often performed for spiritual purposes, it also provides a number of healthy benefits. Interesting. Hmm. Smudging is a ceremonial practice by various cultures around the world. This ceremony involves the burning of a smudge stick, which is a bundle of dried herbs, most commonly white sage. The smudging employed by New Age movements is based on a Native American practice known as the Sacred Smoke Bowl Blessing, with smudging being its common name. Smudging involves the burning of a smudge stick, whilst white sage is the most commonly utilized herb. Other popular herbs include cedar, sweetgrass, and lavender. Don't forget sandalwood. Apparently sandalwood. Amongst some Plains Indian tribes, pure tobacco would be used as well. Wilts copal, a type of tree sap, is used in smudge sticks in Central and South America. Smudge sticks may consist of either one kind of herb or a mixture of herbs. The herbs are tied in a bundle and then burned. Alternatively, the herbs may be placed in a special bowl and burned. Smudging is typically performed before or after a significant event, such as when moving into a new house. There it is. The fucking weeds. I didn't smudge the new house. Did you actually not? No. That was like the very first thing. Before even movers, anyone got here, we smudged and cleansed the house. Well, it was a brand new build. I didn't think I had to do that. <laughs> oh, that's that's where they, it's like a fresh. It's like you're building a whole new house for spirits. They're just like, thanks. Oh, we'll come Jesus. right in. Well, yeah, Becca does have some creepy ass dolls that just got moved in. So. You definitely oh, need to stop that. I'll show you. Was next she time. collecting dolls now? I, no, no, no. It's from that's, her childhood. Oh, fuck that. I will, I will no, not go there. No, no. Yeah. Dude, you no, know no. how I am with dolls. I'm going to yeah, show you no, these dolls. No, no, no. They're great. Negative. I, I, and you didn't let her bring in the dolls after I sent you that video of the doll? Eh, they're in the crawl space. Fuck that. That's even worse, dude. <laughs> hey, you can buy smudge sticks you're, from- you're, you're hiding the spirits. Yeah, whatever. You can buy smudge sticks I, from I, Amazon. You know what? Never mind. I'm taking this back since I don't have to deal with it. I hope- no, no, do, for, not, do, for the, do for, not do this. For the podcast. No, do not do this. We just had this conversation. Don't even think it. <laughs> oh, Don't even think you are inviting dude. shit. No, do yeah. not do that. Smudging is typically performed before or after a significant event, such as when moving into a new house, before meditation, or after an argument or illness. There are various types of smudging ceremonies. For instance, some ceremonies may be performed on a daily basis, while others are performed only on special occasions. Generally, smudging is performed to maintain balance, to protect against negative influence, banish evil, and to cleanse the area. Research shows that the medicinal smoke from a smudge stick can purify the air of 94% of harmful bacteria for up to 24 hours. Science. Look, I love science, man. What the fuck? How do you... Who, who the fuck... <laughs> they probably did a little ozone test with like a little like controlled environment, then they did like infrared, and they're like... Smudge stick did the trick. Wow, what what's the Febreze? 6%? Fuck your Febreze. What's Smudge the 6%, stick? Per te- 6% of bacteria that lasts through it? Oh, COVID those are I demons, got. ghosts. COVID. Chase's ass. Monkeypox. <laughs> the Warp Gate. Diamond Cabaret. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Don't go there, Brian. I'm, Brian I'm telling you resist. right now. Do not go there. Is, Please he, do not. Do not really... bring the monkeypox back to the fucking office. He said that he wanted to go. Oh, He's he sent like... us a fucking image of it. He sent us the address. Like, I don't know where DC's is. Oh, yeah. We're not going there. No, we're going to go somewhere. Fuck DC's. Fuck DC's. Shotgun Willies, baby. We should, we, should, we should branch out, though. We should try something new. We should spice it up a little bit. What do you think? Uh, yeah. 
think I'm, I'm actually very nervous to go to a strip club now after I heard about the monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, it is all sexually transmitted. So yes, so careful. But uh, Blackhawk, 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 Blackhawk for sure. Um, in many traditions, smudging involves a four direction ceremony or prayer, i.e., the sending of smoke or prayers in the four cardinal directions. Spiritual and health benefits of smudging. What are the four cardinal directions? Is it the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Right? Yeah? yeah. The Holy Trinity? Up, down, left, right. But there's four, so... Cause the Up, tri- down, Holy Trin- left, right. But is, 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 is one referring to yourself? Father, Son, Son, Holy Spirit. But it says the four corners. I guess it's the four corners of the cross. Huh. Yeah. I thought maybe like one was like yourself, but... Fuck yourself. So the spiritual and health benefits of smudging... The effects of smudging vary depending on the types of herbs used. As an example, the use of sage in smudging is believed to have the power to drive out evil spirits, negative thoughts, and feelings. While smoke produced by the burning of cedar functions as a purifier and serves to attract good energy. Furthermore, smudging certain parts of the body is said to induce specific benefits. For instance, by smudging the eyes, ears, and mouth, one's hearing, visual, and language skills may be improved. Apart from spiritual benefits, smudging is known to have a number of health benefits, many of which are backed by scientific studies. For example, sage smoke increases oxygen supply to the brain, which in turn allows tensed muscles to relax. It can also have benefits to those affected by poor air quality, improving the condition of those that suffer from asthma, respiratory issues, and general coughs and colds. Does not make sense. You you have respiratory inhaling, problems and you're inhaling combustion smoke. <laughs> combustion. <laughs> what, Adrian? Are you, are you advocating for like the big tobacco? This is witchcraft. Are you a big tobacco sponsor? Uh, if they want to give me lots of money, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a slut for money. Yeah. Who is it? I'd have positive energy. Come on, sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. We should do that. <laughs> oh, we should do a man. I would really like to do a manifestation session where we manifest success. Yes, we need to talk to Libby about that. We should. The smoke from certain types of plants changes the molecular structure of air and energy, inducing a cleansing effect. Moreover, smudging has been found to be an effective practice in aromatherapy. This is due to the fact that the sense of smell is connected strongly to instinct and memory. <laughs> Therefore, smudging is effective in combating negative emotions, including anger, fear, and grief. Isn't it crazy how uh, in many there's like a few cases where you can't remember something, and you put a s- smell to it, and all of a sudden that memory is unlocked. There's a bunch of doctors that have done this test, and they that put something up that you can't remember from your childhood for these uh, older generation, and I'd be like. Oh, there it is. Oh, it I smells remember. like grandma's cookies. Exactly. Hmm. Something like that. Hmm. Come over here, big guy. I need to I need to remember something. Will you come closer? I, I No, you Chase. Get away, Chase. I'm please, talking to Adrian here. I washed my ass today, so you won't <laughs> wasn't your ass. <laughs> You'd have to give me a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit here for a couple of Well, the podcast room is a little bit cooler now. Yeah, you got it's the not, AC fix. We're it's good. not Satan's asshole yes. anymore. While smudgy may be performed by anyone, there are certain precautions that one ought to bear in mind. For instance, smudge sticks should not be burnt in excess amounts, as this could lead to respiratory distress or problems. So it can heal you, but it can also hurt you, (laughs) just like most meds on the market. Everything in moderation. (laughs) (laughs) Additionally, smudging should be avoided in rooms where infants, pregnant women, uh, asthmatic, or allergic-prone people are present. 
So be careful out there when you're smudging shit. Drive out the evil spirits, but turn that shit off real quick. Yeah, don't don't get carried away. Well, let's go into white light cleansing, and this is uh, this is my favorite one because I think a lot of people do this, no matter if you believe in cleansing or not. When you're meditating, I I think white light cleansing is kind of what you're trying to achieve, and it's something that I think could benefit a lot of people. No matter if cleansing is a thing, energy flow. I read the whole uh, background on energy flow that the Chinese government's doing. It's actually insane. They have a scientific hypothesis on the way the energy system works within the human body. Leave it to the Chinese. They just want to control us. to the fucking Chinese. They want to control. They want to do social rankings, and they want to control the fucking world. And they're going to try they're they're taking over our imaginations. We have to bomb them. Yes. Bomb our imaginations. Are you saying that we should bomb our imaginations, Mr. President? Yes, bomb the imaginations. Well, let's talk about white light cleansing. What is white light cleansing? White light cleansing is the space within the universe that houses positive energies. White light can be called upon by anyone. Healers, empaths, the devote, and possibly you too. Aww. For assistance, healing, and protection from negative energies or wonky vibrations. So, how do you call upon the white light? Making a shout out for the white light or channeling in its pure energies to wash over you is not unlike dropping to your knees and making a prayer request. However, you don't have to be religious. Simply be open to receive. The light is available to all. More easily accessible if you are receptive to its healings and uplifting vibration. Mm. You guys ever meditated the om the om noise? Can't do it. It's fucking trippy. The primordial noise, Adrian. Yeah. Om fucking trips me out. Why can't you do it? I had one. Oh wait, yeah, no, go, go ahead, Adrian. It. Yeah. Oh, I had one buddy. So in college, our coach would ask us to do one thing to better ourselves. Each week. That's that's so, actually great. I should have my boys do that. What a positive. Good on you, mate. So the f- like first week of the, the season, it'd be what is your five-minute thing that you're going to do to make you a better person from, hey, I want to do more homework throughout the week. I want to make my grades better to a bunch of other stuff. Well, my good buddy Matt, he took a, upon himself to meditate, and he would try to perfect that. And uh <laughs> turns into a funny story because the only time he could meditate is when he was fully naked. <laughs> <laughs> but he read books on this. Like he took it far uh far, far left field. <laughs> far and uh, <laughs> beyond <laughs> what the coach asked of him and he, now he just loves it. It's addicting. Yeah. Why why do you guys struggle with that noise? Um, I struggle with all noises when I try to meditate. Uh yeah. I typically do it in silence or with singing bowls. I really like singing bowls huh. and I even went out and bought a crystal singing bowl. Did you ever try that uh app that I sent you, the Sacred Acoustics? No. That one the they have a free a free um meditation and it, it takes you places. Uh you, and you that's places. why I quit doing it because it was taking me it does take you places to crazy places yeah. in my dreams that I couldn't escape. That's when that <laughs> the octopus the yeah, octopus. The octopus. The octopus sexual of despair. Octopus. <laughs> it was not sexual. It was out to fucking kill. Dude. I had some weird dreams after playing that uh, Lust from Beyond game. I believe it. It wasn't necessarily scary, but 
don't know, man. The whole pre- premise of it is you're in a dream. Yeah. But it's real. Yeah. It's fucking weird. I don't know, man. This is fascinating, Adrian. Why don't you keep keeping put the white light on me, baby? Negative or dirty energies can be sent to or directed toward the white light for purification and transformation. The cosmic laundromat. <laughs> for example, after cleaning your aura, you can request that the impurities you have combed out of your auric field be sent to the white light for cleansing. The con- this sounds like a straight fucking cult just being formed as I'm just, reading this. Just take take this shit to the white light. Take it take it on out. The concept of white light transformation is very simple. Think of packing up all your dirty clothing and dropping it off at the dry cleaners. You return a few days later to pick up your clothes after they have been cleansed, pressed, and wrapped in plastic for you. Literally all I can think about right now is that scene in fucking Rick and Morty when the the four Morys go to... <laughs> The uh, what was it? The portal to beyond or some shit, and the fat Morty throws out. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a toilet bowl. His fucking uh, panini maker, yeah. hoping for more sandwiches. Yeah. The one kid goes in and is like, "Stand clear, waste disposal system." Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's start this cult, guys. We'll be the white lights. Whatever enters into the white light realm comes out clean and pure. Where does the white light reside? Inside all of us. The white light has been attributed to the fifth dimension, sixth dimension, the seventh dimension. There is no right answer and no real debate. It is simply a matter of studying various channeled materials and taking your pick. Or you may choose to delve into your own meditative sleuthing. Self-discovery, in other words. Dabbling in or channeling, or tapping into our higher self-knowledge can be scary, exhilarating, or both. Your experience will likely be somewhere in between these two extremes as you begin your exploration. The problem is that our earthly experiences tend to cloud our perceptions when we begin our search for the truth. It is not really important to know where the white light calls its home. Trust that when... You desire the protection of the white light that it will deliver, kind of like calling upon an Uber. Uh, can you really trust an Uber all the time, though? Uh, no, you can't. There's some exactly. fucked up stories. <clears throat> it will show up on your curb. All you need to do is open the door and welcome the light to do its job. So let's talk about these realms. I'm dying to know this. And states of consciousness. I'm literally texting you guys right now, this guy that I found on TikTok who just kind of logically explains to the best of your ability what these dimensions are. Is, does this, ha- does, okay, so before we get into this, and I'm I'm just curious, does this have to do with, like, your chakras? No. It's beyond that. These are actual physical dimensions, like, beyond space and time. Huh. We, so we, so one dimension is a line, right? Like, whatever. Two dimensions is a shape. Third dimension is... We're living in a third dimension. Fourth dimension is time. Fifth dimension is observing outside of time and space. Sixth is observing all realities all at once. Seventh dimension is basically ascending to godhood. Eighth dimension, it's just infinite, you know ever-expanding realities. Is I, I, I'm almost kind of attributing this. I did watch the new He-Man and the Masters of the Universe that came out. Yeah. On, I think it was Netflix. 
Sure. And there is actually a portion like that's Skeletor's deal is he's trying to be able to manipulate the reality of time and space and everything beyond it. What really creeps me out and gets me into conspiracy theories is all this fascination with Hollywood and people with multi the multiverse. Like every movie is about the goddamn multiverse. Fucking one of the best box office things this year, Doctor Strange, is about the multiverse. And everybody's talking about it. And what an odd time as we're living through like historical crisis. And a lot of people think that the world ended back in 2012 and we're living in some weird dimension right now. And then at any moment, you'll be sucked out of it into the next dimension. But that was because of the Collider, right? No, beyond even that. Like, there's no. just some weird yeah, shit. Collider's not... Yeah, no. That's already over with. Okay. Yeah, we're past thank, the thank Collider. God. Thank yeah. God. But no, there's some there's some very so strange... So let me tell you what the dimensions are before we just talk about the dimensions, please. This is cool shit, man. So, the third dimension is the physical plane. The Earth, our home planet, resides in the third dimension. It is not our true home, often thought of as the melting pot of karmic balancing, an advanced school that allows acceleration of soul growth through the human experience. Spirituality. Boom. Physical plane. Easy peasy. Fourth dimension, the astral plane. It's the playground of the astral travelers. This is the land of dreams and nightmares. This is all those movies I talked to you about where people could be astral travelers. The fourth dimension is also the address of the Akashic Library, where all of our actions and experience, past, present, and future, are cataloged. Time. Maybe you're an astral traveler. That that I. Well, that's all I dreams are. About that. That's all dreams are. Is you're just traveling the planes of existence in an infinite, infinite amount of possibility. I feel like I need to rein myself in. <laughs> Like no, you need to go exploring. If you have a gift, go. Go somewhere. Check it out. No, you don't want to go too it's far. It's scary. Because if you go too far, you, you can't find your body. Always look at your watch. Always look at your watch. Does, do I have to physically wear a watch when I do this? You need to physically dream. You need to subconsciously plant into your mind that you see some representation of time. It doesn't have to be a watch. Something that calculates time. So you need to see if it actually moves or not so you still can get a grasp so what, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna get like you, you know in those recording rooms for like news people and, and shit they have the really big clock up there and the big yes. red numbers yeah i'm gonna plaster one of those in my bedroom yeah dude I, i'm not kidding the, uh just know that you could be hurt in your dream state yeah that's why i don't want to do that shit that yeah, scares yeah. the fuck out of me yeah, yeah you could feel physical pain pain you because your, your mind will your mind can't tell the difference because you're traveling across dimensions. You guys are freaking me out. Let's move on. I don't want to. I don't oh, even you want to. You want to get more freaked out? Continue. Talk about the next dimension. The fifth dimension. The illusion of time does not exist in this plane, whereas the fourth dimension is the place for discovery. Sifting through all the clutter of your life lessons, karmic connections, etc. Inner knowing has been achieved a place of extreme relaxation. Chase, have you seen have you seen Interstellar? Mm, it sounds familiar, but I'm going to say no. Space movie with Matthew McConaughey? No. Like if you want to get absolutely mind-fucked on dimensions and believe that they're real because it's just done so well in Hollywood, and there's an astrophysicist and a, um, 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 a fucking, what's the? Quantum. Quantum physicist that says the best representation of quantum physics is that movie. It's like the, the best interpretation that we have of it. And what is it? Inner... Interstellar. Interstellar. So I watched it Netflix. years after it came out, and I'm like, 
I cannot believe my life is upside down because they, they, they tie a lot of parallels. And if you start diving into these dimensions, Matthew, uh, Matthew McConaughey does not it pique my interest. So that's probably why I never saw it. Fuck it, dude. Look past the that part. Oof. Oof. Yeah. It's right. good. The sixth dimension, a blending of spirits, evolution of being one. The facet of being separate falls away in the sixth dimension. The ideology of I am God first emerges from this level of consciousness. Full of heart, favorite hangout of the ascended masters, angels, and our higher selves. The seventh dimension, call it what you will, heaven, Christ, Christ consciousness, or the awakening. The seventh dimension has no limits. It's a pure state of being. Fucking crazy. And in meditation, when you're trying to access your higher self, you're trying to basically achieve that 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 state of being. Uh, wow. I, <laughs> I think next episode will be dimensions. I guess so. Um, that would be actually fucking fun. But also, I want to. That, that's wow. We should just like. Oh, we could do like a seven part series on just the dimensions. I am terrified though. Like, isn't that cool? I don't. I don't want to be an astral traveler. <laughs> no, that's fucking dope, dude. People fucking work their whole life to to achieve that. I mean, that's all meditation. That's why all of these years I've been trying to get you to do with the five hundred twenty eight hertz test tone, the um, the sacred acoustics, like all these weird. States of, of meditation where you get there consciously, but not in your subconscious. Because you're just like a, you're like a kid in a candy shop when you're sleeping and dreaming. You're just like touching and grabbing and experiencing. You're, you're not directed towards something. If you could control it, you could see so much shit. You could see when the Broncos are going to win their next game and put a big old bet on it. You could basically see okay, that would past, be present, dope. future. Dude, I, you could do it. I'd be down with that. That'd be cool. It'd be like, uh, what is it, Back to the Future? Yeah. When he gets the playbook. <laughs> do it, my dude. You could also talk with the demons and everything. Get the real answers. Yes. There is uh, there is cosmic entities, though, so be careful in the infinite vast of the universe. and don't It get all gobbled sounds up. good until you get into it. Yeah, until you get gobbled exactly. up by a space worm. I'm good. Or a space octopus. Space octopus. If I the Kraken! Get, if I get... That would be dope. Space Kraken. That's space our next Kraken? tattoo. Space Kraken. Okay. How do you make a space Kraken? Like a, it's like it's a, a Kraken in space. Yeah, but something really cool like cosmic horror. It's a crack in space. Oh. Crack cocaine. Bringing it back, baby. <laughs> bringing it back. Pe- bring it back to our immaturity. <laughs> well, uh, my mind is officially blown. Um, I thought it was blown last week, and now I'm just like fucking just call me scrambled eggs. Uh, I guess we're doing dimensions next episodes. Amen. Okay. I'd, I'd like that. Would see, I'll let you know before you <laughs> Okay, because you might actually physically hurt me. Yeah, we don't yeah. want we don't want anyone getting hurt here. Okay. I I, I want to maybe we would do astral traveling and then get into dimensions. Yeah. That that sounds like fun. It sounds horrifying, but I agree it does sound like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Time travelers. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh this was a long episode, but this was also a lot of information and a lot of butt jokes from Hunter. It's always it's, it'll never stop. It'll never stop. He just he just loves him. He loves him to death. Um but I hope you guys enjoyed the episode just as much as we did. Um and I cannot also wait to get into each religion's view on cleansing and how they perform mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. going to be very interesting as well. And I, you know, I hope that this helps you out for some of those listeners out there that are, are seeking this because um, I've actually had conversations with plenty of folks um, about the cleansing side of their par- paranormal experiences. Um, 
I'm not going to sit here and say that this is the end all be all, but um, I hope this gives you some guidance into maybe what you're looking for and, and help you point you help point you in the right direction. No matter what, if uh, you got a creepy crawler sitting underneath your bed, you got the Loveland Frogman coming <laughs> after you, or you have ghosts that won't shut up, you have dolls in the crawl space walking around. Just bring positive thoughts, get the negative energy out, and something good will happen. That's what we learn best. If you have positive thoughts, no matter what, karma, cleansing, whatever the fuck you guys want to call it, Think good thoughts, good things will happen. Make sure you check out Stuck in This Purgatory because we're only giving you positive vibes. We are the white light. We're trying to bring you closer and closer to the white light. So give us a look on Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory. Shoot us a nice little email thanking us that you have now found where the white light calls it its home. Here on Stuck in This Purgatory. That white light is actually called the Warp Gate, and it's um, in multiple places across the country. Yes. And soon, it will be traveling across seas to the vastness of this planet. So, keep an eye out for that white light. Take chances. Life's short. Jump in that fucking Warp Gate and let me know where it goes, because I don't either. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Like our wise friend Anthony once said, his valuable advice, (laughs) drink. Drink a lot. Do a lot of drugs. Best advice we've ever heard. We love you guys so much. We appreciate you. Hey, if you're a 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th dimension being, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and uh, tell us about why you're here on our, our boring-ass 4th dimension or wherever this physical Third dimension. Plane. Third, Third dimension. dimension. Boring-ass shit. Yeah, let us know. Reach out because we appreciate you guys so much. And hey, if you're, if you're out tra- transversing the vast multiverse and, and you happen to listen to the podcast, we are so glad that you are also stuck in this purgatory.